The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. I am going to be more active on that account. I've been locked out of it on my phone for the last couple of months, but I have sorted that out this week. So I will be looking to be a lot more active on the at SGP Soccer account. The guys who are active on their account is the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow them at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And of course, if you want to follow my personal Twitter account, I am on at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. Thankfully, we do have some EPL action to cover this weekend. It was 50-50 at one point as to whether all the games would be cancelled. Instead, they only cancelled three. So we do have seven games to look at on this week's show. This is because of the Queen's funeral. It is using all of our police and resources because a 96-year-old woman who never worked a day in her life has died. And she's being mourned by people who are struggling to pay their gas bill, their electricity bill, get food, fill up their cars. Yet they are going to queue up to mourn a 96-year-old woman. Four million people are standing in a line. And over £1 billion of taxpayers' money will be spent on Monday for her funeral. Obviously, you know what my opinion of this is just by the tone. But um, I spoke about this more in depth over on Das Bundesliga show on the Lock Betting podcast feed. So you can go check out last week's show. Uh, this week's show, of course, will be covering this weekend's slate of Bundesliga games. And of course, that's where we do our NFL show as well. So um, I'm not happy about this, mainly because the Manchester United game has been cancelled. But we will still be doing an episode of Bet MUFC this weekend. We'll be looking at Manchester United's start to the season, how they've started in the Premier League, how they've started in the Europa League, having a quick look ahead to the Manchester City game, looking at how the transfers have settled in, looking at how the futures of Ronaldo and Harry Maguire will look moving forward. So we're going to kind of do a, a early season recap over on Bet MUFC with the game game against Leeds cancelled. This is because Manchester police are being used to police the, the Queen's funeral. The Manchester and London police are seen as the top two police forces in the country. So they're using the Manchester police there, uh, some of the Manchester police there, and it wouldn't have been enough to police the game between Man United and Leeds because Man United and Leeds is a rivalry game. So this is what we're being told anyway. So I'm just reiterating the reasoning behind why Manchester and Manchester United and Leeds has been cancelled when it's not a London game. It made sense for um, for Palace and Brighton and it made sense for Chelsea and Liverpool. Palace and Brighton is largely down to, to train strikes as well that are going on. So there's all kinds of shit going on in London. Yet somehow with all this going on, Brentford and Arsenal have managed to get their game played, which is good for Arsenal because they have some serious backlog now. Their game on Thursday against PSV was cancelled along with their game last weekend against Everton. 
So now they have to cancel an October EPL game against Manchester City to play the PSV game in the Europa League instead. So Arsenal have a massive fixture backlog more than anybody else in the EPL because everybody else in the EPL was at least able to play their the European games this weekend. So moving on with what we do have, we begin with the game here between Aston Villa and Southampton where Aston Villa are looking to get their season back on track here at home at Villa Park. And they are the 21 to 20 favourites to do so. It's 5-2 to two on the draw and it's 5-2 to two on Southampton. Um, I have an angle really for every game this weekend and it's looking at the unders. I'm going to look at the unders for every single game just based on the fact that I thought that the EPL teams would come out flying in midweek in their European games because they had seven days off. And ultimately, this was a poor angle. It cost me money. It cost my clients money. Um, overall, we've we've not had a good week in soccer. We've done okay in other sports. In fact, we had a phenomenal start to the NFL season, landing all of our top plays for week one. But um, soccer hasn't been great and it's been largely down to the fact that I took this stance in midweek and thought that the English teams being the better teams and having seven days rest would be in very, very good shape to win their games and win their games well. None of them done that. Not one of them played well. Liverpool started well, but let Ajax back into the game. Tottenham lost and were awful at Sporting Lisbon. Manchester City didn't play for 80 minutes. Chelsea, they're, they're the worst, in my opinion, because they not only had the rest, but they had the new manager bounce. They had a new manager coming in, a fresh start. You would think that they would play to impress the manager. That's what the bounce usually does. They did they did nothing against RB, RB Salzburg, a team who are a, a wide open team to attack. They they like to attack you, but they like to leave space in and behind. And uh, when you're looking at a shootout, in most cases, the team with the better players will come out on top and will come out on top convincingly. That's why often when footballing teams play against Manchester City, it's usually a case of Manchester City coming out on top by two or three goals because they're more clinical with the better players that they had. This should have been the scenario that Chelsea were in, but Chelsea were very poor on Wednesday and then uh, Man United played they just did a professional job they should have won by a lot more they're playing Moldovan opposition and um, they got themselves 2-0 up and decided really not to not to bother playing the last 45 minutes or at least playing it in second gear so nobody impressed so I'm really skeptical about what these teams are going to do with two weeks rest because they haven't had any midweek games the Champions League teams played last midweek and then played again on this Wednesday it's been two weeks since we've had an EPL fixture so as I said very very skeptical very much looking at teams coming out flat here as they did in the Champions League and potentially looking at the unders so we are going to look at normal data as to what we would play under normal circumstances, but then also give out the price for the unders on all of these games. Because I have a feeling, if you exclude the games involving Manchester City and Tottenham, who did play in midweek, the other five games, if you played unders blindly on them, I'd be stunned if you didn't go three and two. So we're going to look at the odds for those and see if that can be a profitable return. If you can, if you can make a profit on three and two or whether you do need the four and one. Um, but it, as I said, it's just an angle. Um, it's based on, on, on the way that the teams played in midweek. I went down the path of thinking that they would come out very, very strong, that they came out very, very flat. And in this situation, you have 
teams who have had equal rest coming up against each other. So that can often lead to even more defensive games because in, in any team sport, defense is always ahead of offense. We saw the number of unders that cashed in the NFL this weekend. It's a lot easier to defend and be organized and sit in a low block at a professional level than it is to produce moments of creativity and be in sync and flow on an attacking sense. So We'll move on to actually breaking down the game here. Under usual circumstances, the strongest play for this game would be to take both teams to score. There have been goals at both ends in five of Villa's last six games and they have only failed to score in one of their last seven league games at Villa Park. And that run stretches back to last season, obviously. Both teams have scored in four of the Saints' last six games. And generally, the Saints are good for scoring goals, especially away from home. They've only failed to score in three of the last 13 trips. So both teams to score does stand out under normal circumstances. Obviously, there is a way to catch both teams to score and the under for this game. And that is, of course, the 1-1 draw. Villa coming to this one off a very good result against Manchester City. That could be a job-saving result. The one-all draw against City last time out. That ended a run of three straight defeats. But they come up here against the Southampton team who are improving. The hosts coming to this one having scored just five goals in the last six games. And the Saints have hit seven. So despite the fact that both teams do manage to score... They don't score two or three goals. So a one-all scoreline here could provide you some decent value at the price of 7-1 to one here in this one. So both teams to score would be your usual lean, but be cautious. I am going to be heavy on the unders this weekend, the under two and a half goals. And for this game, you're actually getting plus money on the selection. You're getting 21 to 20 on the under two and a half goals. Whereas you have to lay um, minus 125, four to five to get yourselves the over two and a half goals here, which is the favoured selection for this game. Up next, we move on to the game between Nottingham Forest and Fulham, where Forest are surprisingly a home underdog here, two to one. It's 12 to five on a draw and it's 29 to 20 on Fulham. Now, I say surprisingly, you'll then look at the league table and tell me how much of a better start that Fulham have had than Nottingham Forest. But I still don't know if I would make them an away favourite here. Forest did win their home opener against West Ham. They then lost to a Tottenham side where at times Forest were the better team. And then Forest capitulated at home from 2-0 up against Bournemouth. Obviously, that's inexcusable. But at the same time, you would argue that is rare. That doesn't look like something that they'll do very often. They they should have shut that game down. And um, sometimes freak results and freak occurrences do happen in all sports. Fulham, as I said, have made the better start of the two. Um, they are both newly promoted sides here. Fulham have two wins in their last four games and they only lost out by one goal to both Spurs and Arsenal. So if the Cottagers do win here, they would inflict a fourth defeat on Nottingham Forest, um, who their main problem is probably the fact that they're working each other out. Nottingham Forest have made a lot of signings, too many signings, more signings than, than any other team. They probably need two team buses to get this squad down to games. But this is a team who may benefit from the two weeks off. Nottingham Forest may benefit from the fact they've had two weeks off because they've got so many players there and they need to gel together. Now, the only way you do this is by playing real games together. 
But I think if one team aren't hurt by the by the break, it would be this Nottingham Forest team who probably would like to regroup again after that shocking defeat against Bournemouth. I said on the last show, if you can't beat Bournemouth at home, who are you going to beat if you're going to survive in the league? That would have been a worrying result. They now play back-to-back newly promoted teams and this is almost a must-win for Nottingham Forest. It's certainly a must-not-lose and I think that will be my selection here for this game. I also like the under. As I said, I'm going to be blindly looking at the unders here um, for this game as well. Once again, you are getting plus money. You are getting um, uh, even money on the under here at plus 100. And the over here is available at 5 to 6 minus 120. So we're going to go with the under here. Nottingham Forest were an under team at the start of the season. They cashed four straight unders before being hit for six by Man City and before relinquishing a two-goal lead against Bournemouth inexplicably last time out. So I think they could go back to their bread and butter here, set up to be organised, try to break away and win the game. So you could expect Fulham to have more of the ball. Are Fulham good enough to be a favourite? Are Fulham good enough to break a team down when they have more ball possession? I'm not too sure. I like Nottingham Forest here as an underdog. I like Nottingham Forest to get something here. And I like the under two and a half goals here in this one. Before we move on to Saturday's games, let me take a second here to tell you about WinBet. If you're thinking about win, thinking about joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Plus, WinBet has their own same game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, build your own bet and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, the offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 and older and present in, in the state where place through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let me also tell you guys about the Elias Sports Bureau. Football fans, the NFL regular season is finally here. And... Week two kicked off yesterday with a horrible backdoor cover. But as week two continues on Sunday, you can get ready to place your bets or lock in your fantasy team. And if you do that, you need to check out the Elias Game Plan app because it is the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA and MLB and has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. So don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. That's Elias spelled E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer for you when you subscribe. Get a 14-day trial of a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use my promo code SGPN. So find Elias Game Plan app in the App Store or Google Play Store and use my promo code SGPN. Finally, before we move on to Saturday's games, let me tell you guys about FUBU TV. Now, if you watch football, you need FUBU TV. FUBU TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra cost. Over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price. You can watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at 
any time. So try it right now. You can try FUBU TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubutv.com slash SGP. That's FUBU spelled F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. We move on to Saturday's games and we begin with the 12.30 kickoff where Man City are the 1-3 to favourites to win at Wolves. It's 9-1 to on Wolves and it's 9-2 to here on the draw. This is usually a difficult handicapping spot for me when you see the Man City games and you see them as short favourites, particularly at home. But this one really wasn't. There's a clear standout play for me. It's Manchester City to win. And under four and a half goals here. And it's available at the price of four to five. I think Man City could potentially win this game with a clean sheet. They're playing a Wolves team who have the joint worst attacking record in the Premier League. With just three goals scored in six games. Manchester City have managed shutouts in two of the last four. Including a 4-0 win at Sevilla in the Champions League. So they should be able to win here without conceding. And the reason why I don't think you're... Under four and a half goals is in very much danger. If Wolves do score, I don't think Manchester City are going to score four goals here. Um, I really think this because they're in a big sandwich spot. We're now into entering into the uh, the Champions League, Premier League dichotomy where City have to play weekend, midweek, weekend, midweek, weekend, midweek. They came out flat against um, Dortmund at the weekend. So I think they're going to come out here and start faster. And this will be a case of very quickly getting into fourth or fifth gear, I think, for City. And then playing a bit of a flat second half, maybe moving into to second, third gear, just seeing it out, perhaps scoring an extra goal. But I don't think things are going to go crazy here. I'm looking at City winning this game 2 or 3-0. And if Wolves do make a contribution to it, I still don't see it getting to five goals because I just don't see City scoring four goals. Whereas Wolves haven't been scoring goals, they haven't been conceding goals either. So... They could sit here in a low block trying to frustrate Manchester City. They may even make it out of the first 30, 40 minutes without concession. They may even make it to half time. But I think inevitably City will put the will put the will put the gas down. They will ultimately win this game. And I don't think it gets anywhere near five goals. So your selection here is going to be City on the money line with the under four and a half goals tacked on against the Wolves team who have only conceded more than once in one of their games so far this season. And that selection, again, is available at the price of 4 to 5 minus 125. Up next, we move on to the game here between Newcastle and Bournemouth, where Newcastle are the 1-2 to two favourites to win this one. It's 7-2 to on a draw, and it's 13-2 to two here on Bournemouth. The Bournemouth managerial situation is odd. I don't know if they have appointed the caretaker as the permanent manager coming into this game. But I think it's fair to say that the players are playing for him. Otherwise, you don't come back from 2-0 down. At the same time, I would say there was an element of luck attached to that. There was an element of luck attached to the prior result as well, where they drew 0-0 against Wolves. So they've got four points from their last two games. Suddenly... They don't look like a team ultimately guaranteed to go down. But I do think they'll get a wake-up call here against Newcastle. Newcastle are a side 
who should be undefeated still in the EPL. Liverpool got a ridiculous amount of injury time to beat Newcastle. I think Newcastle get themselves back on track here. They're unbeaten at home this season with one win and two draws. But as I said on the last show when we were talking about Nottingham Forest, if you don't beat Bournemouth at home, who are you going to beat? Uh, the only visiting team to score against Newcastle and St James's Park was Manchester City. And uh, Newcastle still drew that game as well. Bournemouth have conceded 15 goals in their three away games from home so far this season. And all of their three losses have been by more than one goal. So I think Newcastle could put their foot down here. I like them to cover a minus one on the Asian handicap line. This selection cashes if Newcastle win by two goals or more. If they win by just a single goal then you end up pushing this selection. I know I say this on every single show. I know there is a, a soccer tutorial podcast out there that guys could easily find, but I still continue to get the same questions over and over again. So this is what it means. A minus one on the Asian handicap line means that it pushes if they win by a single goal. And uh, you need two goals. You need them to win by two goals here to win on this selection. This is also available at four to five, minus one twenty-five as our last selection for the Man City game. Up next, we move on to the final game on Saturday. It's a five thirty kickoff where Tottenham are hosting bottom of the table Leicester, and Spurs are the one to two favourites to win it. It's eighteen to five on the draw, and it's eleven to two on Leicester. It's hard for me to see what Leicester are really going to do with these two weeks, how they're going to improve. They look like a team who are not playing for the manager at all. And it's difficult to see anything past a home win here. Tottenham are also in a bounce back spot. And I can also make, I can almost make a case for Tottenham and Manchester City benefiting from the fact they actually have played some football because these other teams, they've had those two weeks off and they could be as flat as the EPL teams looked in Europe in midweek. So, you would almost think that looking at the way things played out, it could be advantageous that Tottenham and Manchester City have had more games because rest and rust doesn't seem to be beneficial to to teams at the moment at this early stage of the season. Perhaps if this had happened in, in March, April time, they would have they would have appreciated the rest a little bit more. But we're only six or seven games into the season. So we saw that the teams didn't benefit from the rest. And this could be a problem for the likes of Wolves and Leicester City coming up against City and Tottenham. Tottenham, as I said, should win this game anyway because they're coming up against the bottom team in the league who look completely out of sync and look like they're not playing for their manager. Tottenham are unbeaten domestically this season while Leicester have lost each of their last five Premier League games. Tottenham have won with both teams scoring in each of the last three meetings between the sides and Leicester have conceded at least four goals and two of their last six games. Also Tottenham come into this after their win against Marseille on a run of winning seven straight at their home stadium, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So for me, this is Tottenham or nothing. We can take the minus one here, just like we did with the Newcastle game. Same odds on the money line means same price on the Asian handicap line. Tottenham minus one is available at four to five, minus 125. I would also consider a sprinkle at five to two, plus 250 on Tottenham with both teams to score tacked on. Um, they struggled to keep a clean sheet against Leicester. Leicester have scored in each of their last four against Tottenham. And despite the fact they're having a poor season, they've only failed to score in one game so far this season. That was at home to Man United in a 1-0 defeat. So good data here for Leicester to find in there at a big price of 5-2 plus 250 on Tottenham to win with the both teams to score selection tacked on. Before we move on to Sunday, let me take a second out to tell you guys about No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. 
Play in Pick'em contests versus other people for your shot at winning $250,000 in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your props, earn points for correct picks and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. So make sure you check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play and you won't want to miss out on this. Also, let me take a second out to tell you guys about promoguide.us. Promoguide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies and making consistent profits from sports betting. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out insanely on this valuable tool. And the best part of it all is that PromoGuy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Now, if you're interested in the people that run this, they are coming on to the Sports Gambling Podcast this week. I know they're going to be talking to Sean and Ryan. So if you are intrigued by this, make sure you check them out. Go to promoguy.us and check out their 100% track transparent and proven method for betting smarter. Once again, with promoguy.us, you get consistency and consistency gives you profit. Finally, let me take a second out to tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. It's a game-changing product like anything else in the industry, and now you could win on Sleeper by playing their brand-new Over-Under game. That's Over-Unders integrated into Fantasy, the the first sports contest game built into the Fantasy experience. So stop what you're doing now and download Sleeper to play their new Over-Under game and have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 by using the promo code SGP. So once again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Moving on to Sunday and we begin with the 12 o'clock kickoff as Brentford host Arsenal. No idea how this game didn't get cancelled, but it is going ahead, luckily for Arsenal. Arsenal had a fortified favourites to win it on the money line. It's 3-1 to one on the draw, and it's also 3-1 to one here on Brentford. This is a revenge spot for Arsenal. Brentford's biggest win last season was still their opening day of the season win, because I think that gave them the belief and the motivation to go on and compete in the EPL and stay up quite comfortably in the end. But... Arsenal will remember that game and there's no data here that I'm going to use. Obviously, as I said, I'm high on every game finishing under this weekend just because of the the flatness. But if two teams come out flat, the team with the better players will win. Plus, they will have the the motivation here. Usually when you play away at places like um, Brentford or Southampton or Newcastle or, or most places in the EPL, If you match the efforts of these teams who are beneath you, then you will win. So if Man United go away to Southampton as they did earlier on in the season and match their effort, they'll win the game. But if Chelsea go to Southampton and they don't match the effort of Southampton, they'll lose. You can see the difference in the result. Arsenal here, based on what happened last season and based on the fact they got kicked in the teeth on the first day of the season, they will go out here and match the effort of Brentford. And if that happens... 
Arsenal will win this game and bounce back from their first loss of the season away to Manchester United. So simple philosophy here, simple handicapping spot here for me. Arsenal lost to them last season. They've had two weeks to prepare for this game. Obviously, preparation has not been the friend of the, the EPL teams that we've seen, but this is equal. This is Brentford, who have had two weeks off. This is Arsenal who have had just under two weeks off because they did play the European away game against Zurich, albeit they did heavily rotate their team for that one. So it's equal in terms of rest and everything that goes into that in terms of time off and rust and rest. But Arsenal are the better players. Arsenal got kicked in the teeth at this ground last season. So this is both a get right, bounce back and revenge spot here for Arsenal off the loss against Man United. And I think they come away with three points this season from Brentford. Final game we're going to look at here is Everton versus West Ham, where Everton are the 2-1 underdogs. It's 23-10 on the draw, and it's 7-5 here on West Ham. I was looking at the unders, obviously, for all of these games because of that angle that I wanted to take. But this one is an under based on the way the two teams have played this season. Anyway, I think this one is my favourite under of the weekend. Surprisingly... We are able to get 5-6 to six minus 120 on this under with the over the underdog price at plus 100. This should be closer to 4-6 to six minus 150 in my opinion. So to get 120 does give you significant value on the under. These two teams have just been awful in front of goals so far this season. That has been their main problem. Neither Everton or West Ham are scoring enough goals, which is why they are struggling this season at the wrong end of the table. West Ham currently sit in the relegation zone and Everton sit just outside it. Everton has scored four goals in their six games and West Ham have scored only three. So I understand West Ham are coming into this game off the back of a Europa League win in midweek where they scored three goals. But they are coming back from Europe. They did play on Thursday. The Thursday-Sunday dichotomy is never favourable, especially when you play away from home. I think both of these teams will play this game defensively and trying not to lose. I think even if one team does have more of the ball and does take the game by the scruff of the neck, they don't have the creativity at the moment to, to penetrate, especially after this time off. West Ham, of course, as I said, played in, in, in midweek. But I don't think... Um, whereas when you look at someone like Manchester City who played at home or Liverpool that played at home, that would be favourable coming into this game or Tottenham who played on Tuesday. West Ham only played on Thursday and they played away from home. So I don't think that falls into their favour here. I think this is a game that's that's heavily leaning towards the under and I am surprised to see a 5-6 to six minus 120 available on the selection here for this game between Everton and West Ham, which I see being a 1-0 a to one of the sides or, or perhaps at best a 1-1 one draw but I just don't see three goals being scored here by two teams who have only managed seven goals between them so far in the league this season before we move on to the lock on the show let me take a second out to tell you guys about run your pool and introduce you to run your pool vip which is a brand new subscription service from run your pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books plus exclusive access to real money pools Entry to our exclusive week one, weeks one and two pools with guaranteed $5,000 payouts as well as our season-long pool with a guaranteed $100,000 payout. So if you are a serious sports fan, use the promo code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP 
and get 50% off your first month of Run Your Pool VIP. That's code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. And finally, let me take a second out here to talk about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place where you go to compare odds from all the major sports books. Now, you may think that it doesn't matter to compare odds. I'll just take a 120, a minus 120 instead of a minus 110. It's only $10 on this play. But imagine adding that up over the course of four or five days a week, a month. I do this all the time. I, I have a monthly PL on my on my service, lockbetting.com. And um, I post my spreadsheet on my on my Twitter account with on the uh, pin tweet every single month, and that P and L is full of selections where I have line shop to make sure that my profit at the end of the month is as high as it can possibly be. It makes a significant difference to shop around, even if it's small, even if it's a minus one twenty five over a minus one twenty. That is going to add up over the week, more over the month, and of course, even more over the course of the year. You can also compare different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. So don't just sit there with one book. I have guys all the time telling me that, oh, I can only get these odds. Or why don't you have another book? Why don't you go and get the sign-up offers? Why don't you just get as many advantages as you possibly can? The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible, which would have been essential if you found out about the weather in Chicago against the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday. That would have given you a three-point advantage. Not that it mattered in the end, but instead of taking 37.5, you could have taken 40.5 and been far more relaxed towards the end of the game, knowing that you had easily cashed the under because you had done your research and used a site like Odds Trader. So make sure you go and check it out. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Closing out with your lock on the show, surprisingly... For a smaller slate, there's a lot of plays that I like here. So a lot of these will be on my official card. As I said, I, I had an angle in my mind in terms of taking unders this weekend. I'll have a look at that. So we're not going to take any unders here. I think my, my strongest lead on an under would have been for Everton versus West Ham. And that almost made it in as the lock. We almost take Arsenal in this bounce back spot. Um, I like Manchester City to to not run up the score against Wolves. But ultimately, the thing that made the most sense to keep our lot record intact was to take a two-team parlay here with Manchester City and Tottenham. I'm high on the angle that playing in midweek would be an advantage to these two teams. Tottenham played on Tuesday and Man City played on Wednesday. I feel they would have got the rust off. I don't think these two other teams they're playing against in Wolves and Leicester respectively are going to have any advantage from having that time off here early on in the season. As I said, it may be more beneficial in March and April, but from what we saw in midweek, it was not beneficial to any of these EPL teams. I think Tottenham and Manchester City will be both more in sync. And of course, they are the better sides. Manchester City won away to Wolves 5-1 last season and Tottenham have won four of the last five at home to Leicester. So once again, your lock on the show here is a Moneyline Parlay with Manchester City and Spurs. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.